to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today I have Latasha, who goes by... Chloe Debray on Instagram and YouTube, who is inspiring women over 40 through fashion and style and her bright personality, mm-hmm. which I just love. Um, and we met through our monthly petite talks, which is a virtual group. And I knew right away that I just had to have her on the show and you'll see why soon. So without any further ado, welcome to the show, Latasha. Hello, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on a podcast. You know, this is my first podcast. Yay! So I am so excited. <laughs> Good, I'm popping that cherry. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> how tall are you? I'm five foot even, flat foot. Wait, yes. We are height twins. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm always like, am I like a quarter of an inch? <laughs> but I'm not. I'm definitely five feet on the dot. Yep. Yep. Same here. And I and I feel the same way as you because when I was growing up, I used to always say, oh, yeah, I'm a quarter or a half. You know, you add those things. But now as a woman, I know it's not getting any. I'm not growing any half quarters or anything. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. So where are you located? I am in Chicago, Illinois. I actually live in a little suburb right outside of Chicago, like 20 minutes away. But all of the, you know, errands that I run and most of my life is in Chicago. So did you grow up there? No, I actually grew up in, um, it's not a small town. So let me stop saying that. (laughs) Rockford, Illinois is a city. It's a whole city. (laughs) And it's, um, one of the larger cities in Illinois. Um, It's just small compared to Chicago. So, you know, we always say, or my husband, he always says, yeah, you grew up in a little small city. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not like a city that only has one stoplight. It's, it's a real city. It's just a lot smaller than Chicago. Yeah. Which most places are. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So what brought you to Chicago? I got married. Oh, so, that's why yeah. I'm in Vegas. So, oh well, yeah, I'm not married yet. I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's how I love Vegas. How is how is it there? It's good. I actually moved out here like two months before the pandemic hit, so I haven't actually like fully experienced like what I would normally if there wasn't a pandemic right. going on. Um, right. But I like it so far. I like that there's like no humidity. It's 
a good hair day almost every day. Good. Uh, coming from Florida, that's a big difference. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I love, you know, like I love that it's almost always sunny. Like we still get a winter, uh, yeah. still gets kind of cold, but oh. I do, I, I enjoy it. It's been good so far. Nice. Yeah. Good. And it's exciting to move somewhere else, right? To just oh, experience yeah. a different you know, so to speak, culture. I know we're all, you know, we're Americans, but when you move to a different city, it's just a whole different vibe, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, who I am, and I'm so glad that you phrased the question like that because I always tell people who you are is different than the roles that you have. So, who I am to the core is never going to go away, no matter what role I have or what I do, you know? So who I am is I am a very energetic, very passionate, very almost hyper person. However, I am still very, um, I'm an introvert, like seriously, I am. And I love gaining my energy um, from being alone. I It, it takes it takes a lot for me to to go out and just constantly be around people all the time. Now I can do it. I can turn it on. Right. Um, but it's where I gain my energy is from just being by myself, thinking through things, you know, praying and just enjoying TV and, you know, things that I like to do hobbies that I have, you know, that is, is really who I am. So Um, But now what do I do is I am a engineer. Actually, that's my, um, that's my job. So I went to school to be an industrial engineer and then graduated with master's in quality engineering. So I currently am working for an aerospace company in the quality engineering department. Um, And then I am a wife. I, um, that's my other role. (laughs) I'm a wife of 17 years. And I'm a mother. (laughs) So I um, have two boys. One just turned 13 and the other one uh, is seven years old. So, yeah. And now I'm like the homeschool mom, you know, because the kids are home (laughs) remote learning. So I'm the cafeteria lady. I'm the psychiatrist. I am the counselor. I am the... I'm the doctor. So I'm the chef. Right. I'm everything. So those I saw are, this real ones where it was like the full house uh, theme song and it was uh-huh. like the same girl doing all the parts. I'm like, that's how I feel. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and I didn't say my age. I'm 42, 42 years old. So, so that is who I am and that is what I do. Awesome. And I do a lot of other things as well. I mean, I don't know. We don't want to, I don't know if we want to get into those, but. Oh my God. I am. As I was stalking you, cause I was like, oh, yeah. I just like love this girl's vibe. Like she's oh. just so bright. Like your Instagram itself is just so colorful. Um, but so as I was stalking you, mm-hmm. I was like, she does everything. Like she <laughs> just like, there's so much about you that's so unique and so well-rounded and I was like I just I cannot wait well, get to know you. her better so you know um, and I think it comes from because I was a dad I am a daddy's girl so growing up I used to hang around my dad all the time and you know I think that is what sparked my um it developed it just helped develop my uh craving for logic so I would help him fix things around the house you know so 
I know about cars and how to change oil and how to build a patio on the back, you know, back porch, but it's because I always stuck to my dad. And then you, you know, fast forward into being a woman, I picked up the skill for or the, the desire to learn how to sew. So I call myself a seamstress, but I'm only a seamstress for myself. I don't sew for anyone else. And the reason why I link those two together is because I feel like, you know, based on my childhood and just always learning from my dad, you can, a woman, anyone can, you could pretty much teach yourself how to do anything. Most things I would say. Um, and so that's how I just got into sewing because I was like, I can figure this out. If other people can do it, I can do it. I can figure it out too. So I love to sew. I love um, making jewelry. I love um, doing gardening outside. I, I love, I love a lot of different things and there are little hobbies that I've picked up because it's, it's a passion for me to always be learning, always, you know, improving myself. So uh, yeah, so that's why I feel like I do a lot just because I learned, I love to learn a lot. Yeah, so. and it feels good to like accomplish those things, right? It, like it you want to do this thing, you set out to go do it, and then you get the job done, and it's just like so rewarding. It is, it is. Yeah, so tell me how you got into fashion and styling, like being a daddy's girl, being like into that hands on kind of world. How did you like? How did the fashion part come about for you? Well, I mean, it was a long journey. I mean, I did like, so I was a tomboy, right? And I loved playing in dirt. I didn't care about clothes at all growing up. I could rip whatever out playing outside. And I, and I was like, whatever, you know, okay, I'll still wear it. You know, if you wash it, that's good. If not, you know, oh, well. <laughs> um, however, on Sundays, we would go to church. And that's the one time that I always kept myself clean. You know, <laughs> I always, I enjoyed how my mom would um, dress me up in, you know, the beautiful dresses that we would wear. Now, it would never be anything over the top, like ruffles up to here. And yeah, but just, your Sunday best. Yeah, it was Sunday best. And yeah. it made me feel elegant and put together. And, and, and it made me think, oh, yes, one day when I become a woman, I would love to, you know, take care of myself in this type of way. So um, Sundays were the best days to, to get dressed up and to feel you know, grown up like a woman, you know? And so I would say that was the spark, but it was only that one day a week. <laughs> and then fast forward into high school, I was not one that was um, always on trend. Well, I would say I wasn't the one that you looked towards for fashion advice because I was just trying to fit in. So, mm -hmm. you know, growing up, um, you know, 1990s, we wore big baggy clothes. It was the hip hop scene. And, you know, we wore like big jerseys like this and hoop earrings and everything. And I did that just because that was what you did to fit in. And it wasn't until I went to, away to college that I started to discover my own style. And I got excited about creating different outfits. Um, I just, I got excited about being a theme for that party or that weekend. And um, I would dress as that theme. So I tell this story all the time because it's so clear and I still have this picture. <laughs> I dressed up one night. I decided I wanted to be Pocahontas. 
you know? So I was just like, um, you know, with the half top and, you know, the feather earrings and I tied a string around my head. I can I literally see it. Turquoise <laughs> eyeliner, you know what I mean? And I loved it. And I loved the rush that it gave me because I felt like I created this and this is who, you know, I want to be for this weekend. And then next weekend it was somebody else. Um, so yeah. And then I just developed my style from there, just wearing things that make me happy. And I think that's what style is. It's like you put yourself together, however you feel like it would make you the most happy or joyful. Um, it's the things that make your eyes sparkle, make your heart flutter. That's how I feel like you should dress yourself. And even if it's not over the top, um, and you know, it, even if it's just a, a simple silhouette or, you know, monotone colors, even I know s several people, um, their, their whole style is neutral. They love grays and blacks and, and taupes. And it fits them because that is what gives them joy. Just having a sense of, um, you know, uh, monotony and just neutral living is just what makes them happy. And hey, if that's your style, then that's what it is. So you should, you know, relish that. Yeah, I love that. Like, I love just that where what brings you joy like don't worry yes. about anyone else don't worry about what they're doing or what he's doing or what she's doing like yes. just wear what makes you happy I Absolutely. love that because when you I mean I know I, I believe you've said this before but when you look good you feel good you do and it's it's so important to kind of make that step. And I know for me, um, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it was mm -hmm. so easy to just be in sweats and not like yes. get dressed all the time. And that kind of just starts to weigh on you and take a toll on you. And it does like seeing all these fashion and style Instagrams such as yours and connecting with the petite talk group, like, and connecting with all those girls, it's like, okay, the more I see this, the more I want to take my style. And I want to like, put it out there and get dressed on the regular. Right. It just made me feel so much better, like just taking that initiative to get dressed every day. So absolutely. Um, yeah. And I know that you have a very similar story too, right? And yes. Oh my goodness. I was, I felt like I was in a rut. I mean, I didn't, I, like you just said, I wasn't getting dressed and, mm -hmm. you know, I was grateful for the opportunity to be able to stay home because how right. many people don't have that opportunity. I was able to be here with my kids, make sure that they were safe and as well as still make my income from home, you know? Um, but of course, as you know, when you wake up in the morning and you don't have to go anywhere, it's like, why would you get out of your pajamas? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I we, think for me, it was a lot of like, well, if I wear that thing, then I'm going to have to wash that thing. Right. It's more work <laughs> yeah. for me to do. <laughs> yes. So, that didn't help, but. <laughs> mm -hmm. So well, listen, it was one time I was on FaceTime with my sister. I'm working on my laptop and I had my sister on here on FaceTime. And I just glanced over at myself and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, and I felt like, I had just thrown myself away. Like my mother always says, girl, you look thrown away. You know, she's from the South. So she, these little um, sayings that she has is so funny to me because I find myself saying that now. Um, but she's like, 
girl, you don't want to look thrown away. You know, you don't want to <laughs> look like somebody took you out with the trash and, and all of that. And I looked at myself one time on, on the FaceTime and I was like, oh my gosh, I look thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided one day I just decided to come upstairs and, and this doesn't have to be everyone's thing. But I remember loving how I took the time to, to put makeup on that day. And it got, my, it got me away from the kids. It got me away from the mommy, 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 cooking all day, laundry all day, all that stuff, just to take time to put makeup on, which I hadn't for months. And it was almost therapeutic because it was like, I am taking care of myself. I'm taking the time to draw my eyeliner. I'm taking the time to, you know, do whatever, put contour on. I've never, it's been months since I put contour on, you know? Um, and, and it seems silly uh, to a lot of people um, because you can just wash that off. But it's just the fact that I was able to take the time to do that, which then turned into, okay, well, I have my face done. Let me just put on some clothes that I haven't worn in about six months. And then it, I was like, okay, I'm dressed. <laughs> Maybe I should take a picture. And then I just sent it to my husband, right? And he was like, damn, girl, you, you, look, you, know, you look good, right? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. So, you know, and it, that type of thing, I, it, just, it, it reminded me how good it felt to take care of myself, to get dressed. And then I decided to start up my uh, YouTube again. Um, and I thought that the thousand people that were following me from years ago, because I had taken a break from YouTube for about maybe five years, had kids, you know, did all that. And uh, I, it was a natural hair channel before. And I had gained like over a thousand subscribers took a break for about five years and then I jumped back in and completely changed the whole uh, vision of the YouTube. And I thought all 1000 of those people were just going to jump right on board. And no, it was not like that. So I decided to, you know, start making fashion videos and I was like, Oh yeah, this is going to be successful. And we're going to share, you know, talk about how now we're at this stage in the pandemic and I wanted to inspire people to get dressed again. And then I started only getting like 10 views, 20 views on my, my videos. And, and it's fine because it, it just, it nourished my soul. It gave me like a creative outlet. Yeah. So I wasn't really upset about the numbers um, because it just allowed me to do something that made me happy. So I was happy that I got back into YouTube. Yeah. So who are you kind of targeting? Like who's your demographic? Well, now at first it was strictly petite women. So I wanted to just, because you know, that's who I am. Um, and I thought that only petite women could relate to my style. And I don't know why I thought that, but I just, I just thought that, you know, that the world would, would recognize this is a short girl. She really has nothing to say about fashion as it relates to, you know, uh, the models, you know, in New York and in France. And, you know, those are the supermodels. So they're the ones that have something to say about fashion and the petite women are separate. So we're only can relate to style and fashion for short ladies. Um, and I, as I started making videos, I realized that that's not the case. So I changed it from only being about petite women to being about 
40 plus women because I know that as now a woman in her 40s, my style is different. My modesty is, is different than it was when I was 21. I didn't care what I wore when I was 21. I was like, you can see this, you can see this, you can see whatever, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, it changes when you have kids because your body changes, you know, your stomach doesn't have those ripples like they used to. So uh, I felt like that, you know, I could gear it towards 40 plus women uh, just because we can still have style. Now, don't get me wrong. We can still look sexy and we can have great style, but it's just our eye is maybe a little bit different than a, you know, maybe 20 something, early 20s teenager or maybe even 30s. So, yeah. So even for me, like I'm going to be 30 this year and like oh. even from like from 20 to 30, it's like that's a huge difference. Yeah, so I is. can definitely see that. And yeah, like it's funny not funny, but it's, it's interesting to hear you say that, like you went from such a niche demographic mm -hmm. to kind of like opening up, up a little bit more, yes. um, to a larger one where most people like t go from that large bunch and then they niche down to something smaller. Right. So it's just interesting to hear you talk about that, but it's true. Like, I think that, um, you know, like no one really would know that you're short until you say it. Right. Oh yeah. For, right for social media purposes, right? Like right. until you say like, I'm a petite fashion style mm -hmm. person, mm -hmm. no one would realize. So like, I, th I appreciate that about what you do and kind of just like open, opening it up and being like, yeah, like this is for everyone or not everyone, but this is for this group. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I would, absolutely love to get your take on the last topic that we had on the petite talks group. Mm -hmm. Um, and I recorded a whole podcast about this. So those of you who are listening now, you heard this already, but, uh, Latasha was a part of that group. And, um, I thought that what she had to say was just amazing. And I would really, really love for you to share your input on that subject. Yeah, that wasn't that such a great topic. I mean, I, I never I never thought about it until um, she posed that question, and I love I love it because you know it, it helps you to think more about yourself and how you view yourself. So you know going into you know social media, you find that you kind of you want to stay with. So you look at other petite pages, right? And then you want to say, okay, how are this person is doing it so well? So how are they describing what they're wearing? And a lot of the petite pages I saw were saying, you know, how to look lean, how to look, how to look um, tall, how to look, um, it was always lean, you know, how to look skinny and how to look taller. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, so maybe I guess that's what people like. So maybe that's what I should start focusing on, which is what I was doing a little bit in the beginning of my YouTube petite phase for fashion. And um, then I started, I got tired of that because I was like, I'm not always trying to look tall. Like that's not my goal when I put together outfits or looks. I am not trying to see how these pants can make me look as tall as I possibly can. I just like the way this looks together. It's like artwork for me. And so um, I think that we, us as petite women, we should never make it sound like we are trying to be someone other than who we are. So, you know, I, I get 
why people were saying how to look taller and how to look leaner. It's because of the fashion industry that we're just so accustomed to. Um, like I mentioned before, New York, Paris, you know, all over the world, you have supermodels where the designers are always going for the leanest, tallest women. And that's just what is kind of in our mind subconsciously that we should strive to, to be because either we're going to feel more attractive, we're going to look more attractive to people, or, you know, it's just, it's just better for the eye to look lean and tall. And whatever it is, I think that we should just disregard that because not everyone is a size zero and 5'11", six feet, you know? So be who you are and celebrate it. Celebrate it because you don't have to, you know, post a picture and say, look how short I am, you know? <laughs> you don't have to do that, but you can say, this makes me feel so in charge so powerful this makes me feel amazing fabulous beautiful glamorous there's so many adjectives that we have positive adjectives that we can use um so so i believe you know that's why i kind of stopped doing the you know petite looks because i found myself wanting to say okay petite ladies this is gonna make you look taller this is gonna make you look this way when in reality that's not what I want it to be. So I couldn't convince someone else that this is what you should do if, if that's not my goal. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good point. It's just so ingrained in mm -hmm. our heads, I think, because it's just like that's the way it was. Is like look taller and leaner, look taller and leaner. And that's like the style that was for what? 20 something years but now yes. that like this whole kind of curvy movement is coming in and like people want to look curvy then that goes out the window and it's really right. hard to just like say look taller look taller look taller when right. people are happy being curvy people are happy right like being short like i yeah. i've felt so insecure about my height before in the past like growing up i hated it mm -hmm. um i even have like journal diary entries where i'm like i hate being short like oh, it's like so yeah. bad yeah. But in my 20s, like I started to come around and be like, okay, like I actually enjoy being short and mm -hmm. this, this is me and this is who I am and right. I like being cute and, and right. so on. So I don't know why, but I just never put two and two together. Like, why am I still trying to appear taller? Like, yeah. why am I still like following this advice? Right. So I just, I love that she brought up that question. And I love mm -hmm. that, like, we all kind of had this big realization and there's now this kind of like shift happening where we're not talking about elongating the frame all the time. Yes. Yes. Because I, I mean, I also think that it, it ties right into, like you were saying, the being curvy now, because what, maybe five to 10 years ago, now people wanted the, the butt, right? Yep. They wanted the butt. They were paying to get a big butt, right? Yep. And so it's like now, so the women who were, as they say, full figured or plus size, they were tired of being body shamed. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know what? You probably want these curves. You know, you, you, you want to be what I am naturally. And, you know, so why should I feel bad about who I am? And I think that them, you know, those of them who were speaking up about it just forced kind of the mainstream to accept it and be like, you know what? Yes, you are beautiful just as you are. Now you do have some that they are completely against being over a size 14. You know, they, they're just, 
downing that. There are some people who are still doing that, but for the most part, I see most people embracing that as long as, you know, of course, as long as you're healthy. Like, mm-hmm. so number one, for me, health is at the top. Right. If you're healthy, if your blood pressure is in check and your sugar is level and your all of those other things and you can walk up a flight of stairs without falling out, if you can do all that and still be a 16 and 18, bravo, you know? If you're not healthy, because even a skinny person can be unhealthy, right? If you're not healthy, then we need to do whatever it needs to be done to get to the health part, to, to just grasp a hold of that. And I think healthy is the goal. And no matter what size you are, it's, it's all about your health. And it goes back to the, when you feel good, you look good. When, when you, you feel, feel good, good internally, good. when the insides are working, you look good. You look great. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think that like with the whole kind of like curvy thing and people coming around, I think that we can do that for the petites as well. Like I think yes. the more we talk about it, um, the more people that jump on board with kind of like switching their language, I think that we can eventually get that kind of how to appear taller to go out the window. Right. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. With that being said, do you have tips for petites when it comes to styling? Like what is something that you can give someone right now without saying, hey, this is going to help you look elongated? Mm-hmm. Well, mm, petite, tips for petites. I do not just because I know several petite ladies where their style, and this was me, like I said, back in the 90s when the style was to wear big clothes right so five foot zero if i'm wearing a big shirt and it comes down to right above my knee that is considered and then baggy pants that is considered in i guess the fashion world a no-no you don't do that for (laughs) petite women because it's swallowing you up and it's not enhancing who you are however if you look at the um there's some sports um fashion blogs that I follow where it's all about the big baggy sweatpants and the sweatshirts and things like that because that's their style. The style is, you know, separate from how it makes you look. If you like that style, meaning that aesthetic, then you should wear that, right? Um, If I tell someone who likes the comfy style or the street style, to tuck in their jersey and to make your your pants a little bit skinnier then that's completely erasing their style although it does draw your eye you know it makes your eye go in so it makes you appear to be you know longer and leaner and taller and all those things there is a thing towards that it's not saying that um the tips that we've been given aren't true because it is true. I've noticed that when I tuck my shirt in to my pants, it makes my legs look longer because it's now the the trick of the eye. You know, Mm -hmm. you just see one, one line and then monochrome monochromatic outfits is just makes you look like one straight line, which tricks your eye into thinking that someone is taller. Right. Um, so, so yes, those tricks do work that we all know about. 
you know, monochromatic looks and tucking your shirt in and, you know, maybe cuffing your pants or wearing pointy toe shoes to make your, your legs look like they're extending. All of those tips do work. But if that's not your style, don't do it. Don't do it. If you're more of a street style or a casual jersey sweatpants with some banging kicks, you know, some, some tennis shoes is what we call them, some kicks, then, then, that, then that's what you should do. Um, so, so, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. So basically, like, wear what makes you feel good. Absolutely. Definitely. Cool. Well, where can people find you and follow you and see how bright and colorful you are <laughs> and all of your amazing, gorgeous styling fashion? Oh, thank you. You are so, oh, you're so kind. You're so <laughs> My Instagram is Chloe underscore Debray underscore. And I, this is a perfect opportunity to tell everyone why my name is Chloe Debray. That's my brand do, name. Yeah. yeah, so my real name is Latasha. Chloe Debray, I used to make jewelry years ago, 10 years ago. I was always at home with my first baby boy. So, well, I guess this was, he's 13 now. So that was 13 years ago. And I was so bored. I was bored out of my mind because I wasn't doing anything for me. I was changing diapers. I was, you know, breastfeeding. I was doing everything. It was, and so I started a jewelry line and I was researching different names and the word blooming was at the top of my list because I was turning into a new person. I was a new mom. I wanted to start a business. So I was now becoming an entrepreneur for the first time. So I said, I want something that has to do with blooming, blooming Debray, which is my middle name is Debray and um, Chloe, Chloe popped up. So the, the root word for um, Chloe is blooming. So oh. I decided to say, okay, I want my name to be blooming Debray, which is also Chloe Debray. That's beautiful. So, so that's how that started. Yes. Um, and so I, I carried that over, you know, so that's what I named my first, the YouTube channel is Chloe Debray. The jewelry line was Chloe Debray. And I don't make jewelry anymore. Um, but now Instagram influencer, I guess, is uh, Chloe Debray now as well. And so and it's the same on my YouTube channel. I love that because it's just like so ever evolving, right? Like, because you yes. keep blooming, you keep kind of not changing as a person, but growing, right? Growing. And developing and growing and having all of these different venues and things about yourself that make you you. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. I Thank love it. You. So that's both Instagram and YouTube? Yes. It's the Chloe underscore Debray underscore on Instagram. And then just for YouTube, you can just type in Chloe and then the next word Debray. Perfect. So. I will put those links in the show notes for those of you who are listening. But Latasha, do you have any last inspirational words for the listeners today? Yes, I do. And I, this, I had to inspire myself. So now I can inspire other people. Girl, get up. Get up. Put on some clothes. Do what makes you feel happy. Do what makes you feel joyful whatever that flutter is in your heart it doesn't have to have anything to do with clothing you could be a dancer and you haven't danced for years you could love running track and you haven't ran for years you can you know whatever you can be a painter whatever it is singing just do what makes you happy get up out of whatever rut you may be in and do what makes you happy so 
even if it's on a small scale, you don't have to launch an Instagram page. If you do launch an Instagram page about what you love, you won't be so concerned about if people like it, you can just do it because you love it and you wanna share your gift with the world, okay? And you may be inspiring somebody else. Your gift, your talent is unique to you, yourself. So no one can duplicate what you have to offer. So I would say start something new, grow as a person, bloom where you're planted. I always put bloom where you're planted underneath my uh, Instagram posts because I think it's so important. No matter what, where you are, if you feel stuck, if you're in a hard place, if you're in a place that doesn't look like your environment is conducive to being all you you know need want to be you can still bloom bloom right where you are planted so those are my last words i love it thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your just amazingness with the world and i really appreciate you coming on thank you so much for asking me i mean when you asked me to be on the show i was like me you want i'm just still so I, I really don't realize, you know, that people would even want to to talk to me. But then again, you think to yourself, well, why not? You know, why yeah. not me? So, exactly. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, I mean, we've we've all started somewhere. So yes. no matter where you are, no matter how mm -hmm. many followers you have, like mm -hmm. everyone started somewhere and everyone knows that person. Right. So I just love having real people on the show. So. Well, I want to congratulate you on your app. Thank your you. App, your fitness <laughs> app. So I'm so excited that I found you as well because, you know, fitness has always been a part of my life. So, and I don't know if it's because I'm so energetic, I'm always doing something. So, you know, there was a time in my life where I was weightlifting like for a full year straight and I could not stop, you know, lifting heavy weights. And then there was a time where I was a runner. So I would just run. You know, that was my outlet. That was my just exercise. And I just love how you incorporate that in your, well, that's what your Instagram is about. Like you give us tips on what we can do to make our self just even better as petite women, because our muscle structure is different than anyone else's. Yeah, So definitely. I just want to congratulate you and thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. I love that we could just keep encouraging and inspiring each other. I think that's- yes. It's amazing what the internet can do. <laughs> Absolutely. My oh my, if it isn't the exact petite workout program you've all been waiting for. The Fun Size Fitness app is finally here. It's the monthly subscription of workouts designed for petites who truly want to tone up. So here's what you get inside the app. You get a brand new petite-focused training program every month designed to help you increase strength and muscle tone. There are over 100 HD exercise tutorial videos made by me, a petite, for you, also a petite, so that you know you're performing each and every movement correctly. But that's not all. This app also allows you to track all of your progress in one spot. So you can log the weight you use per exercise so that you know exactly where to pick up the next go around. You can upload progress photos and compare them. You can input body stats. You can even sync My Fitness Pal and your step tracker so that you can see all of your fit shit in one place. Like I kid you not, this is a freaking dream come true. So 
why bother tracking your progress? Well, because if you're anything like me, when you see how much you've accomplished over the last week, you'll stay motivated to do more and be better. But of course, there's always more. When you subscribe to the app, you'll also get access to the short support forum with other like-sized and like-minded women just like you. And you can even message me directly within the app. So if you have any questions as you go, you'll never feel lost or alone. This is not another PDF program where they throw it at you and say, good luck. This is ongoing, okay? And as a special bonus, you'll also receive exclusive discounts from the Fun Size brand and Fun Size affiliates such as Lacuna Fit Petite Leggings, Petite Avenue Fashion Box Subscription, Pancake Protein Pancakes, and so much more. Here's what you need to know. Having me write your workouts for you from scratch will cost you a few hundred dollars per month. But with the Fun Sized Fitness app, you're getting that exact same expertise and attention for a mad fraction of the price. The Fun Sized Fitness app is only $24.97 per month. That's a freaking steal. I don't know what personal trainer gives that away for that low of a price. So for more info, go to funsize.life slash app. You will need to register first before downloading the app from the app store. So to register, go to funsize.life slash register. And if you got questions in the meantime, hit me up on Instagram at funsize.nutrition. Can't wait to see you inside. If you enjoy this podcast or any of my Fun Size content, buy me a coffee and help me keep the content flowing. Just head on over to funsize.life slash podcast to become a supporter.